Sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. Ken Miller Show, 1 o'clock hour. Trent and I with you until... Two o'clock uh, here on seventeen hundred KBGG. Going to talk some NBA with our guy Josh Martin coming up in about oh, fifteen minutes or so. Brian Walton on the Cubs and the Cards. Their game tonight has been postponed. Any idea, TC, how many games have been postponed due to weather in the first? What are we? We started two weeks and two and a half weeks. Two and a half weeks. Bro, I'll take a stab. Forty-five. No, half that. Twenty-three. Seems 23. like there should be more. Though, <laughs> Seems like it? a lot more. I think. Well, forty-five hits... teams have been displaced. How about there? That? You go. Yeah, I was almost right on. I'm going to give it to you. Yes. You stick handled your way out of that corner with the puck. <laughs> Atta boy. Uh, uh, but yeah, twenty-three games have been postponed uh, thus far. Tonight uh, in Chicago was going to be, and I think WGN. If you hit WGN, and if you have nothing, I mean, there's so much going on, right? Mm-hmm. Um. 70 years ago today, WGN broadcast their first Cubs game. 70 years ago? 70, 7-0. And they were going to do some special, and I think they still are okay. on that tonight. So if you're a Cubs baseball fan and you're not going to get your Cubs on the between the white lines, if you that's something you want to do, 70 years of baseball coverage on WGN. Remember, if well, for me in the 80s, when I uh, go over to a buddy's house and they had cable. That was a pretty good. Mm-hmm. Go and all right, gonna watch a little pro wrestling after school. Bunch of guys you never heard of, but yeah. on ESPN. And then hey, afternoon baseball. Flip over there. Go over to WGN and get to watch the Cubs. And for me, it was Ryan Sandberg and Jerome, Jerome Walton and and that group and Mark Grace and such a cool thing. No, it was great. And, and, day and, baseball and baseball on TV every day. Yeah, on the super station the WGN super station. that and TBS and. Mm-hmm. Braves fans that didn't see good baseball until 91. No, remember Tom Glavin and how bad he was in the beginning? Yes. I mean, jeez. Um, but I'm, I'm with you. I mean, uh, just finding a guy that had one of those monstrosities of a dish. Yeah. Remember how big they used to be? Well, that was my uncle got one of those. Did you have to hand crank it? Yes. Had to go out in the elements and actually move it by hand? But it was great because you got the raw and feed. And everything was free, and you got the raw feed, yes. So that's why my uncle still this day hates Brent Musburger. Because he was, what we talk about between, uh, they thought it, he was away for commercial. Yeah, it was uh, Iowa-Ohio State game. I think it was 88, if I if my memory serves, the year that Marv Cook made the catch to, to win it. Mm-hmm. And, but regardless of what game it was, it was Ohio State-Iowa. Remember that. He said something, not even really disparaging about Iowa, but he took it that way and still hates Musbringer to this day. Probably not, said not letting it go. Oh, uh, we're not, we're not going to find anything to do tonight or, you know, so in Iowa. That's 30 years ago. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> still hanging on to that still one. Still hanging on to that one. But we'd watch the WCCO feed of the Twins games, go out there, and yeah, you'd get oh, that you'd big get, Now, how many of those would be broadcast? Oh boy! Because it was—I mean—it wasn't a super station like Cubs and and, and the Bravos. That came a few years later. Was but, it? And uh, then there was a lot of them. Was there really? I don't, I don't know if it was everyone, but it—I mean, 140 mm. maybe something like that. I didn't realize that. Right? Yeah, late 80s, early 90s. Huh. Yeah, and uh, that's how we get the twin feeds down there. But I have to go over to my uncle's. Plus, he worked—he worked a weird shift. I think he worked second shift, so he would Awful he'd get shift. home. Yeah. Four you, to twelve? No. Can you imagine that? No, I think his was like three to eleven for a number of years. What takes place from three to eleven? Games. Everything. Right. Everything. Everything. <clears throat> no. no. Maybe thanks. maybe with the with the uh, satellite though, he's able to pull in the 
feed from later on or something. I don't know, but yeah, the big old dish. Did you guys have one of those? I, did I you didn't have... personally, but at the, the track had one, and I would go up on oh. the tra- on the roof at the track and crank the dish. Crank the dish. Yeah, absolutely. So you'd have to get the coordinates. Yep. I, I mean, you know what? The, most nights, I would just turn it till I found something. Really? Yeah. And I was looking for, you know, for a lot of times I was looking for hockey. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but it just cranked the dish and, and somebody would be, you know, inside. I'd be they outside. Say, yep. Stop right there. <laughs> no, t- 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 a little bit back. And then you'd, you'd come in clearly. But that's how the way I used to get them. That's so weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then when I moved here in 89 and I got... At the time, it was Heritage Cable, I want to say. Okay. Heritage Cable Vision. They're just off. You know where their offices were? Because after this was the worst part of my job. So the races would end at, I don't know, 1030. Mm-hmm. By 11 o'clock, I had to actually go to, there's, it's an old, it's not a, maybe it's a TV studio. You know where the Kmart was on Northeast 14th? Just by the interstate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That There's that weird diagonal road. Am I thinking the right spot? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's back behind yes. there. Yes, So I used to actually go there every night to do my, because I had a nightly replay show on the races. Okay. So before I figured out, no, I'm not doing it. But it took me about two weeks to find an easier way, because <laughs> I wasn't going to drive at the end of the day. I'm not shocked by this. Right. So you get off work at 1030. You want to go for a beer, right? Yes. Uh, I want to go to the Big Steer. Or I want to go to the Viking before it burnt down. And, um, and you know, have some beers and get to meet all these people. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> I just have to drive to the Heritage Studios and put together a half-hour re- racing recap show. Okay. Every night it ran. Um, but like I say, it didn't in a couple of weeks in. Found a better way. Found a better way to tape it dur- during the show. So anyways. But, uh, so, but I had Heritage Cablevision, and I was just blown away. That on my TV for every day was every Cubs game, mm-hmm. every Braves game. And I love baseball. I, I was, I mean, hardcore baseball in those. I still love it. Maybe not to the extent that I did. Um, but I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Superstations. And now it's, uh, I mean, it's better. And both better. stunk. Well, the, the Cubs had their moments. In 89, the, was 89, they in, were good. Yeah. 84, they were good. Mm-hmm. But the Braves I got were here in awful. 89. And 89 was a decent Cubs year, I yeah. think. When, now, the Braves stunk. Awful. But you know the best part about the Braves was their announcing teams, I thought. With Carey? Yeah, Skip yeah. Uh, Chip Car- Skip Carey. Skip. Skip Carey and, uh, and the rest of the guys there. And, of course, I got Harry Carey and mm-hmm. Steve Stone working together for the Cubs at the time. So Stone's still excellent. I mean, yeah, when I- he is. And I like the kid he's working with now, too. Uh, the guy that does basketball. Yeah. Bloody. Benvenetti or something yeah, like that? Yeah. What's Jason. Jason. Benavetti. Benavetti. That's a Chevrolet. That's a car dealership in town, <laughs> okay. isn't it? It's something like it's that, something but he's like pretty that. good. Yeah, Stone's pretty good. Yeah, I didn't like when he left the Cubs. No, me neither. And then who came in? Brenneman and... Um, Marty? No, no Tom. Marty. Tom. Tom yeah. Brenneman. Um, and their crew now is good. Yes, I like their DeShaves crew. DeShaves is... He's funny. He I mean, is. He's got a good sense of humor. Yes. I, when when he was first announced, I'm like, eh. Really? That's the best you can come up? Yeah. I thought Jim the same DeShaves. Thing. Mm-hmm. He's good. No, it's 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 a good thing. Who did Brenneman work with? Stone for a while. Mm-hmm. Who was the last? Who would have been? Was did Mark Grace do those games? No, I don't because he was in I don't Arizona. Think so. I don't recall. Let's see Cubs TV broadcast history. Coming into the mid nineties, into the turn of the century. All right, yeah, that is 
Keith Moreland for a few years. Yeah, that was that was yeah. I didn't like him. Uh, doesn't he do Texas football? Moreland does. I think he does. That sounds right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, let's see here. Bob Brenly. Well, that's who it was. Yes. Brenly. Brenly. Yeah, because Casper and him came on together in 05 uh-huh. is when those two came together. And then uh, now you have Deshays in 13. What do you think of Coomer on the radio? I don't listen to the radio. Yeah. I just. Because yeah. you're, you're at home. I'm at home all now. The Why time. would I need to turn the radio on? That's not a very good endorsement for what we're doing here. Right, right. I don't listen we, to radio. Well, you don't yeah, leave your ask house. about this ad package. <laughs> I know nothing I don't about listen, it. I don't listen to the radio. Uh, unbelievable. Because I, uh, I still get this quite a bit. My voice, people tell me, sounds similar to Ron Coomer. Do you? I've heard it a dozen times, probably the last three years. Is that Coomer's three, four years, something like that? Mm-hmm. That me and Coomer, and I don't hear it at all. I don't hear it at see, all. But... See, I think he's a twin. Yes, well, and that's the other thing. I think right. of him as a twin, but yeah, that our voices are very similar. Me yeah. and Coom Dog. Well, now I'm going to have to tune in and listen. Uh, a couple of NFL notes. C.J. Anderson cut today. Ran for 1,000 yards last yeah, year. Yeah. I mean, that just goes to show you how, what that this is a darn business. You know what I mean? Yes. I heard uh, a story Maurice Jones drew on NFL Network. He was talking about this the other day. It was the year after he had 1,600 yards with the Raiders. He fumbled once in practice. And then the next series, the first teamers went out there and he wasn't involved. Mm. Now, of course, he still was a star of that, but and he he was just kind of relaying something like that. How how quickly in the NFL mm-hmm. it just he had sixteen hundred yards. I know at a five foot nine running back. He was so good. Put it on the put it on the ground once in a practice, mm-hmm. and we're going to take a look at this other guy. Yeah, he he's is um you know as you go back to and maybe we'll do this at some point this summer faces of franchises. Yeah, faces of the Jacksonville Jaguars in the early. I mean, he's as he was as big a name as there was there. Him and Brunel's probably still for me. Probably. Because he was the quarterback. Yeah, but MJD was... Or that, that next era, though? MDJ. Yes. Jones, MJD. MJD. Right. <coughs> the, the next era, he's it. Absolutely it. He was all they had. Because that, that first era, it was Brunel, and it was Keenan McCardell, uh-huh. and, and a good defense. Tony Baselli, the left yes, tackle. Yes, yeah. That, I mean, there were multiple names. Mm-hmm. That next era, and they had some good teams. You know, David Garrard took him to the playoffs a couple of times, mm-hmm. but it was Briefly. it was MJD. He was the face of the franchise. Yeah. You're right at that time. Uh, that, that's a fun exercise. Matt Kendrick signed with the Vikings five years today. I don't know what, what does that mean mm. for Barr. Who would you rather have of those two? I like Barr better. Do you? I think. And Maybe. with Kurt Cousins, the, the, here's the thing: the Vikings are going to have to make these decisions. They are. They're coming. That's They're why coming. this window it's open now. You better do something this year. You got. Two years? Probably two years this well, year. Are next. we getting the schedules this week, by the way? Thursday? Is that, the, Thursday. is that what the rumor is? That's what the rumor continues it to works be for Thursday. Me. We'll take a time out. We'll talk some NBA. We'll talk some MLB, in particular the uh, St. Louis Cardinals. If you're a Cardinal fan, Brian Walton, the CardinalNation.com stops by. We'll preview, recap the first uh, 15, 16 games of the season. They're coming off a sweep off the pathetic Cincinnati Reds. We'll do some baseball, but NBA is coming up next. We are in night number three in the NBA playoffs. Uh, Josh Martin joins us. We return here. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Bill Ryder. Nice to be talking to the home crowd again in central Iowa, where I was raised, where I got married. The show is right on you, 5 to 9 p.m. weekdays on Des Moines Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Hey, guys. Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day, 
and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Special engagement pricing going on now through April 30th. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. My name is Becky Mumi, and I'm with the Sparkle Run. This is our fifth year of the Sparkle Run in memory of Aaron Mumi, who passed away from leukemia in October of 2013. The Sparkle Run benefits local nonprofits who support families affected by childhood cancer. This year's event is on Sunday, May 6th, and will benefit the Pinky Swear Foundation, who supports families through rent and mortgage payments, car payments, insurance, child care, and gas cards. We will have family activities and packet pickup from 12 to 2 p.m., a 5K walk and run at 2 p.m., and a one-mile fun run at 3 p.m. All this is held at DMAC in Ankeny. For more information or to register, go to getmeregister.com backslash the sparkle run. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. As a small business owner, you're always on the go. So how can you make sure you never miss a customer's call? Grasshopper. That's right. With Grasshopper, you get all of the features of a business phone system that's affordable and incredibly easy to use directly on your cell phone. You get a toll-free or vanity phone number that's memorable and professional. Customers are forwarded to your phone and connected to your team. And you can work from anywhere using Wi-Fi calling or our desktop app. And with our mobile app, your outgoing calls and texts show up as your professional phone number. Voicemails are transcribed and sent to your email so you can determine their importance at a glance. So whether you're on the go or working from home and need to keep business calls separate or you simply want a professional tone, Grasshopper makes it happen. Set up your account in just minutes. There are no long-term contracts and support is 24-7. Get your calls, stay connected, thrive. Now get $20 off your first month when you visit grasshopper.com slash radio. Grasshopper.com slash radio. All of us parents have heard about skyrocketing college tuition costs and staggering student loan debt for graduates and naturally wonder, what can you do? We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammon, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. A 529 college savings plan allows parents or relatives to set aside money for their future college students and possibly save on taxes too. With an automatic monthly savings plan, this makes for a simple and steady way to add to this account. For information, visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440 440- one one three three. You can help plant the seeds of hope in the heartland. Imagine how an at-risk child's life can change when one small act of kindness leads to an entirely different path. Wildwood Hills Ranch is transforming the lives of at-risk children, one heart and one child at a time, through year-round character, leadership, and teamwork training. Frederick Douglass was right. It is better to build strong children than repair broken men. Help forge a path by sponsoring an at-risk child today. Learn more by visiting wildwoodhillsranch.org. Guys, Trent Condon here again for 
or New Leaf Wellness. Warm weather is going to be here before you know it, and if you added some pounds during the winter, New Leaf Wellness can help you. Great treatment programs designed specifically for you. I'm on the GAC and Mick. It has helped me not just lose weight with my energy level, no more lulls in the afternoon. Give them a call today. Set up a free, no-obligation consultation. 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Let's feel better together with New Leaf Wellness Centers. To enjoy life indoors during Iowa's hottest months, call Logier Heating and Cooling. Right now, you can save $3,400 or more with combined rebates on a new Dave Lennox signature system from Logier. Check out LogierHeatingCooling.com for details. For over 110 years, Logier has made Central Iowans happy inside. See customer reviews on Google, Facebook, and the Des Moines BBB website. Call Logier at 267-1000. We make you happy inside. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Major League Baseball conversation coming up here in about 15 minutes, particularly Cubs and the Cards. Focusing on the Cardinals, Brian Walton, the CardinalNation.com, will be here in case you missed it. The Cubs and the Cards postponed tonight due to the weather conditions in the uh, Windy City. Um, I don't know when it's going to break. I mean, we're supposed to get a snowstorm. Another return, are we not, on Wednesday? Didn't I see that? Who knows? Uh, Cubs cards, no go tonight. That's the second straight day on the north side. They're going to make it up as a uh, split doubleheader in July. I want to say the 21st. July 21st, I believe, is the uh, day uh, that they're going to do that on this Saturday. All right, let's get uh, Josh Martin in here. Covers the NBA. You can uh, hear Josh a lot of places, Hollywood Hoops being one of them. Lonzo Wire everywhere he talks NBA, and he does so with us right here uh, in Des Moines. Josh Trenton, Ken, thanks for coming on. Uh, good to talk to you. Where I want to start with you is the uh, final game of the weekend uh, from yesterday, Rockets and the T-Wolves. Do you feel better if you're a, uh, a Minnesota fan, knowing that Carl Anthony Towns uh, had a very disappointing game by his standards, only eight points, played 40 minutes, didn't make a three. Uh, they only lost by three. Do you feel better if you're a T-Wolves knowing that Cat should play better, or if you're a Rocket knowing you won the game and you shot as poorly as you did from behind the three-point arc? Uh, I don't know that either team should be feeling great uh, because neither team really played that well. It just helped, at least in Houston's case, that James Harden played like an MVP and that he didn't get called for for a travel on that one shot. Um, but it, I guess I guess if you're the T Wolves, you can feel okay. Just the thing is now, like obviously, this was if there was a game that Minnesota could have stolen on the road, it was that one, and they let it go. You know, Houston was able to pull that one out. I, I don't imagine that the Rockets are going to give the Timberwolves that same opportunity. In game two, I can't imagine they're going to stay cold for that long. So the Timberwolves better bring their A game, especially Carl Anthony Towns, if they're going to get another shot at uh, getting a split on the road to start this series. You got uh, Jimmy Butler, the inexplicable, inexplicable final shot that he took there, a two-pointer mm-hmm. down by three. But you mentioned letting one get away. This Houston team, how concerned going forward, it feels like, 
Yeah, they, they absolutely could have lost that game, but they're going to win this series. Going forward there, how much concern do you have with the Rockets and, and maybe some of those playoff ghosts of Harden and Paul starting to rear their head? I mean, it's it was a huge concern coming into the playoffs, I figured. I mean, there was this notion that, well, the Rockets were the best regular season team and the Warriors were kind of sleepwalking, so, you know, let's make Houston the favorite. I, I was never on that train. I think it's not just Harden and Chris Paul that have playoff ghosts to vanquish. It's also Mike D'Antoni because we've yeah. seen this play out before in previous stops, particularly in Phoenix. And I guess also in Houston last year where you have a team that shoots and makes a ton of threes that you know, plays with some pace and it's great in the regular season, but you get to the playoffs and things start to slow down and maybe those three-pointers aren't dropping like they were before during the regular season. And now you're really in a bind where, well, how else are you going to score? we got to go mid-range. we got to do some other things. And that's what they got Chris Paul for. But Chris Paul didn't exactly have himself a very good game in game one against Minnesota. And that's sort of a concern that, well, if he's supposed to be your safety valve, if he's supposed to be the guy that allows you to diversify your offense and defeat in the playoffs, and if he's not playing at a high level, then you're basically back at the same square you were the last time. Did Milwaukee let one get away? The remarkable shot to send the game to overtime. Greek Freak was unbelievable. Middleton was great. I thought Brogdon had a terrific game uh, as well yesterday. Morris for Boston. uh, I'm not sure he's going to put up 21 the next time they see the floor, but he was good yesterday. Milwaukee let one get away? I mean, you could say that about their whole season, that they let it get away, right? Like, this is a team with a ton of talent. you got a a legit MVP candidate in Giannis Antetokounmpo. You've got other really nice players on that team, Chris Middleton, Eric Bledsoe, and yet they could never quite put it all together for whatever reason. It seems to be such a weird mix of things from ownership on down, and that, I guess, kind of makes its way out onto the floor with the Bucks. that you know, they have the best player in the series. They should be the favorite in some respects. You know, it's kind of, in a way, it's reminiscent of the Celtics last year when they came into the playoffs as the number one seed. They faced the Bulls in the first round, and Chicago was able to make that uh, make it look like they were going to take that series until Rajon Rondo went down. Um, the Celtics are not that strong of a team top to bottom, but the Bucks aren't don't exactly have their ducks in a row. So Boston is very fortunate in that regard that they're playing a team that, in, in a lot of respects, is in disarray with an interim coach and just a, a roster that, for whatever reason, can't put it all together. How does Brad Stevens continue to put good products on the floor? It just it doesn't matter seemingly what happens. They continue to find a way. Brad Stevens, if if he's not the best coach in the league, he's got to be certainly up there. When you look at this guy, how is he able to do it? I mean, let's let's not let's not say he's the he's quite on that echelon of best coach. He hasn't won a title. Mm-hmm. He's not Greg Popovich. He's not Eric Spolstra, um, but he is a very good coach. And it comes down to ultimately knowing your personnel knowing their strengths and weaknesses and putting them in positions where they can succeed and challenging them a little bit, obviously, to go above and beyond, but more than anything, knowing what they can do for you, how they, what, what their skills are and and not trying to fit a square peg in a round hole. And he's done that beautifully all season with, with everyone on the roster. And you see it with guys, young guys in particular, like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. You're talking about young players. These are guys whose games are still developing guys who are not, the players that they're going to be, and yet when you're 
putting together a winning team and you're trying to win games now, you have to find ways to maximize players like that. And he's done that uh, by not asking too much of him, but knowing that, you know, Jason Tatum is a very skilled scorer. So we can put the ball in his hands to score in the ISO situation or just to shoot from the perimeter. Jalen Brown is big and strong and, and he's great pushing the pace. So let's use him that way. Terry Rozier has developed nicely. Al Horford is a guy who can basically do it all. So he helps to be the glue that brings that all together. And ultimately that, that's your job as a coach is to know who your players are and figure out how to fit them together in a way that can help you win. And Brad Stevens is among the best in the league at that right now. Uh, talking NBA with Josh Martin, Josh, uh, throughout the, you know, the regular season, it was, well, let's get to the playoffs. The Cavaliers are going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, no need to panic. This this team has a switch. Been there, done that. Veteran-laden team. They know how to ramp things up once it really means something. Well, it meant something yesterday. Mm-hmm. They were at home. Uh, LeBron got his, but he was about the only one. Should there be a concern, maybe, if you're a Cavaliers fan, that maybe it's not going to be as simple as, you know, flipping that proverbial switch that, well, I'm not so sure it's there this year. At least it certainly didn't appear to be yesterday. What did you see in this Cavaliers-Pacers game uh, that uh, they got just got crushed? Yeah, I saw a really motivated Pacers team, you know, particularly from Oladipo, trying to strike back at uh, Dan Gilbert, who questioned the, the value that Indiana got out of Paul George in that trade, uh, in, in considering that the Cavs had tried to get Paul George and were not able to do so at the end. Uh, when you look at this Cleveland team, and it's not the same cast of characters that's been the three straight finals. They had that big midseason trade. They had the Kyrie Irving trade before the season, and that really shook up their roster in a big way. And now you're looking at a team that's counting on Rodney Hood and Jeff Green to be productive as starters, and that, that's really a precarious position to be in if you're Cleveland. And you know, obviously you still have LeBron James, but that's a guy who's played a ton of minutes this season. He's done tremendous things. He had a triple-double in that first game over the weekend, but you know he, he needs other guys to step up. He's not a one-man team. It, he's a guy who obviously makes his teammates better, but he can only do so much, right? He can deliver the ball, but he can't be the other one shooting the ball once he passes it. And so when you don't, when you, your guys aren't hitting shots, when you shoot eight of 34 from three point range as a team, when you miss eight free throws, when you shoot under 40% overall, you're going to have some problems. And you got to give the Pacers some credit for that, for playing good defense. Uh, but ultimately, the, the Cavs are a team that relies on its offense more than anything, especially when you're talking about Eastern Conference competition. That's how the Cavs have gotten the three straight finals is by just shooting the lights out in the Eastern Conference playoffs. So they're going to have to turn that around, find some guys who can hit shots. Otherwise, you could be looking at a pretty early exit for a Cavs mm-hmm. team that you know, doesn't have a super strong defense to rely on. Great stuff, Josh. We'll talk to you in the weeks to come. Thank you for doing this for us. Look forward to catching up again soon. All right, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Josh Martin. Talking NBA light night in the playoffs tonight, TC. Only a couple of games, San Antonio, Golden State, and Miami and uh, Philly. You into him yet? I am. I I am too. I enjoy the weekend more than anticipated. You brought up a good point. Last year stunk. Awful. First round. First round. Yeah. A lot more compelling this year. No, no doubt. No, I didn't watch any Saturday. I don't think. Yesterday I was into it. Um, and well, baseball I, with six rainouts also probably played a role in that. Uh, but that that uh, that uh, Milwaukee Boston game yes. was entertaining as hell.
Really was. Greek freak, my God, he's good. It's unbel- and Brockton, too. Yeah, Ooh, knocking down unreal. big threes. Uh, we'll talk some Cardinals next. Brian Walton, thecardinalnation.com. Uh, we are here until 2, 1700 KBGG. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. Baseball. Is there another professional sport that brings out as much passion and as many memories in their fans? Kevin the Flag Guy here. We love baseball at Heartland Flags. Go Reds. We know what the flag means, and so do you. The classic pinstripes, the simple W, or the iconic throwback logos of your favorite team. Baseball is back, and it's time to fly your favorite team's flag. Shop in-store, 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines, or online at heartlandflags.com. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory-trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. At the Food Bank of Iowa, we know it's hard to believe that someone you might know might be struggling with hunger. But when one in eight Iowans may not be sure where their next meal is coming from, hunger may be closer to home than you think. It affects all kinds of people. Parents, students, families, like the Hardesty family. Even though they work full-time, they struggle to make ends meet. But with three children, giving up isn't an option. We help families like the Hardesty's every day. You might not know this family, but they could be your neighbors. Together, we can help ensure that all of our neighbors in need have dinner on the table. Donate today at foodbankiowa.org. We're the Food Bank of Iowa, and together we can solve hunger. When you're hiring, you don't want to waste time sorting through dozens of irrelevant resumes. You want an efficient way to get to a short list of qualified candidates. That's why you need Indeed.com. Post a job in minutes. Set up screener questions based on your job requirements. Then zero in on qualified candidates using an intuitive online dashboard. Discover why 3 million businesses use Indeed for hiring. Post a job today at Indeed.com slash hire. Search for greatness. Search Indeed. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. 
Walk to prevent suicide. Join the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention and participate in an out-of-the-darkness community walk. Register for a walk near you at outofthedarkness.org. Suicide takes an enormous toll on families, friends, co-workers, and entire communities. Walk to raise awareness. Walk to raise funds for research, education, advocacy, and programs to support people impacted by suicide. Walk to save lives. Go to outofthedarkness.org today. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern day sports cards from brands such as Tops, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus, and online at therookiesportscards.com. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Let's go. Let's go. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Oh, man, I love it. I love it. Youth bus. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Welcome back. Uh, final segment of the Ken Miller Show for a Monday. We've been all over the board today, uh, but let's get to baseball, shall we? Cubs cards scheduled for 6 o'clock tonight. They'll begin their first series of the season. Uh, the Cardinals find themselves a 9-7. The Cubbies uh, treading water at 500. Both teams chasing the Pittsburgh Pirates. Brian Walton, thecardinalnation.com. He's covered the Cardinals for years, both the majors, and if you're a Cardinals fan, you might already know this. If you don't, uh, those kids making their way through the system on uh, one of Brian's many strong suits, and he joins us. Brian Trenton, Ken Des Moines, thanks for coming on. How are you? Doing fine, thank you. Thanks for having me. I'll appreciate you coming on. Well, I guess let's let's start with the division first of all, Brian. We're you know fifteen games for the most part into it at this point, and Cincinnati off to just a miserable start. Conversely, Pittsburgh's off to a terrific start at eleven and four. Um, of those two, which is more of a surprise to you? Did you think Cincinnati was going to be this bad? And did you uh, at all see the start that the Buccos uh, have, uh, uh, are putting forward? I think everybody realized that the Reds were a bottom division team. I mean, really, you know, does it matter that much outside of Cincinnati whether they win 60 games or 70? You know, it's kind of what they are. But I would say it's obvious that they, the Cardinals arrived in Cincinnati just at the right time. They had lost three of their first four series to start the year, and you know going to Cincinnati and sweeping them, you know, gives them some momentum coming into Chicago. I think the bigger surprise is Pittsburgh. I mean, they trade away their best hitter, mm-hmm. they trade away their best pitcher. Everybody assumed they were going to be in the dumps, and you know maybe the team's got this mentality that says, hey, you know, we'll prove them wrong. 
I think when all said and done, Pittsburgh is still going to be a fourth place team. If they're lucky, they might come in third in the division, depending on you know if Milwaukee can get their pitching straight. So you don't see a lot of staying power out of, out of this Pirates team. It's going to be a three-team race then, Brewers, Cardinals, and the Cubs. Is that what you're seeing still? That's what I think. I mean, that's what I thought all along, Trent. I don't, I don't think anything in the early going has changed, changed that view in, in my mind. You know, I want to go back to uh, the Arizona series, and, and help me out with this if you want. Molina and Lavallo, I never did see what was said, what the magic words were. Uh, by all accounts, uh, the Cardinal catcher did uh, what most players would have done. What precipitated that? And can you recall the last time you've seen a, you know, a manager and a player? And I'm not talking about a role player here. We're talking about one of the best in the game. Um, can you recall seeing that before? And, and what was the spark? Do you know, Brian? Yeah, what, what caused it was Lavello was, was frustrated by balls and strike calls, and he knew that as soon as he came out of the dugout to argue about that, he was going to get thrown out of the game. And so he made a, he made a, he called Molina an MF uh, several times, mm. but he said to the umpire, you're letting that MF guy call the balls and strikes for you. And Molina overheard this, and of course he took exception. Not only is it bad in our culture, but especially bad in the, in the, culture in Puerto Rico where he comes from to say that about a person. So, you know, he tried to get at, at Lavello and fortunately the umpire, you know, got in the way but got shoved and MLB decided to give Molina a suspension because he did put his hands on the umpire. And, you know, that's the kind of thing that in the heat of the moment could have gotten much worse. I mean, there could have been punches thrown and, you know, people really hurt. And so, you know, fortunately it was, it was uh, detonated, or I should say was, uh, you know, calmed down. But, Ultimately, Lavello, as the manager of a major league team, has to show more poise, I think, than he showed in that situation. And he basically admitted that after the fact. Yadi Molina, beloved certainly by Cardinal Nation, uh, looks to be a Hall of Famer. How does this finish up? He, he's got a, a lot of miles left on, on those legs, been put on throughout the years. You know, is Molina going to be a guy that's a catcher all the way to the end? Is there a transformation, maybe a first baseman down the line? How do you see the end of the, ke- the career for Yadi? Boy, Trey, that, that's a that's a huge question. Molina signed a three-year contract extension, and so he's only, you know, what, uh, 16 games into that three years, and he's already, you know, going to be 35 years old this season. And but he's showing no time, no signs of slowing down. I was worried at the end of last year. He had a concussion that was fairly serious that knocked him out at the end of the year. But he had the winner to recover. Right now, he's got five home runs, 12 RBI, batting 288. You know, doing his usual job behind the plate, and. You know, he's such a proud player that even though he's very capable of playing first base, you know, he's not going to want to do it. He's going to want to play every day, every inning. In fact, the, only, the, the, back, the Cardinals' backup catcher, uh, Francisco Pena, was the last position player in the major leagues to open the season on the roster but not play in a game. And the only reason he finally got in was because Molina, you know, got suspended. So, you know, Molina's going to play until he can't play anymore. And the question is that nobody knows. How, how long through that three years is he going to make it? Because he's already, you know, he's the big news over the weekend. He passed Johnny Bench for the mm. you know, most uh, career innings caught by a catcher. At some point in time, it's got to catch up with him. Even Yadi Molina is human. Talking right now with Brian Walton as we're taking a look at the Cardinals. And, all right, Brian, uh, this year's team, who's been the biggest surprise, either positive or negative, out of this roster, the 25-man for you at this point? Who's the guy that's caught your eye in a positive or negative light? 
Well, certainly folks are wanted to see what Marcelo Zuna was going to be. He's brought in to be the cleanup hitter, and he's been good, not great so far. I think the biggest concern among Cardinal Nation right now is Matt Carpenter. Yeah. Matt Carpenter, you know, came in in the offseason and said, hey, I'm going to show the world I'm not a 240 hitter. Well, right now he's batting 160, mm-hmm. and he's just not looking good at all. Uh, striking out a lot. He's still drawing walks. I mean, that's his, you know, his major thing, but they need Matt Carpenter to get well, and there's a question about his shoulder and his back, and, you know, where is he physically? He's 32 years old, but he seems to be an old 32. Hmm. How about Jose Martinez, conversely? Is he one of the... I don't want to say a surprise. Last year he had decent numbers, but he's off to a much better start this year playing first base. I didn't realize uh, he's as big as he is. This is a big boy. Jose Martinez off to a good start. Yeah, you know, Ken, and I told a lot of folks over the winter, I didn't see how the Jose Martinez was going to be able to play, that there was nowhere to put him. The outfield was set. Carpenter was going to play first. But Jose Martinez did hit his way you know, into the everyday lineup. And right now, I was surprised when I saw Jose Martinez is in the lead, the tied for the lead of the most RBI in the National League right now. And interestingly enough, not far behind is Javier Baez of the Cubs. So we'll talk about that when we get to the Cubs. But Martinez has basically made himself invaluable to the Cardinals. And he is, right now, bar none, the best hitter on that team. What's Greg Holland's, uh, I guess, timetable? What are you hearing? You know, that's interesting situation he only had a couple of re, uh, a couple of games in in high a to get ready in the first game um Matheny brought him in cold night wasn't throwing strikes left him in to walk four guys and mm-hmm. so then they had to back off the pedal a little bit um and you know it, it's been a it's been a good thing that the cardinals have veterans you know in their bullpen because bud norris was able to step up and and save three games basically while they're you know waiting for holland to get up to speed i wouldn't be surprised if the weather's decent that Holland, you know, we'll see Holland maybe in the ninth inning in one of these games in Chicago. Wouldn't surprise me. I mean, he's the guy this year. There's no doubt about it. Ken mentioned a Martinez, so i got to bring up the other Martinez, Carlos Martinez. He's something, isn't he? watched him dealing yesterday, and, I mean, is he now at the point? It's been, he's a nice number two. He needs to become a number one. Is he now at that spot where you feel every fifth day we're going to get a great effort out of Carlos Martinez? You know, that's, that's the key thing for him. I mean, he's been the Cardinals' number one for several years. Adam Wainwright, you know, God bless him. You know, he's doing his best to hang on. But his last good season was 2014. The question for Carlos Martinez is, can he every fifth day pitch like he did yesterday? And that is to show that he's one of the top guys in the National League. Because right now, you know, he's not considered in that top tier with, with the singer guards and, and, and such. You know, he's kind of that next year down, but he has all the capability. He's 26 now. It's time for him to step up. And, you know, I was interested, really interested in how he would perform against the Reds yesterday. The weather wasn't good. There wasn't a big crowd. The opponent wasn't, you know, that important. You know, and, but he stepped up and, and really, really was impressive. Help me out with the bullpen. I mean, uh, yes, um, Bud Norris has uh, been a guy that I don't think when anybody thought when they left Jupiter that you'd be we'd be midway through April and he'd have chalked up three saves. Uh, as you mentioned, Holland, they're still ramping him up a little bit. Help me out with uh, innings seven, eight, and nine. How would Matheny play it in in a perfect world? Would it go? I mean, is Hicks going to be the setup guy, or has Norris done some things to open his eyes before they turn the ball to Greg Holland? Latter innings, how will Matheny handle it? Yeah, that's a good question. You got Tyler Lyons, a left-hander, who isn't off to a great start this year, but is a guy they've depended on. Uh, you got Hicks, who's the young man who everybody's heard about, 21 years old, throws 100 miles an hour. You know, he's definitely going to be in the mix uh, as as well. So, you know, it's not clear. And then Dominic Leone, who was coming out of camp, you thought this guy was going to be the guy to be uh, the the interim closer, but he's given up three home runs in his first six innings. So, 
you know, Leone may take a back seat, but it looks like it's going to be some combination of Hicks, Lions, and Norris to set Holland up. All right, I've got to get your thoughts on Michael Waka. We claim him as one of our own because he was born in Iowa City. Uh, his parents are up from my neck of the woods up in North Iowa over in beautiful Elma, Iowa. His uh, grandparents are from up there. But Michael Waka, good, solid start overall. What's left out of him? You know, what can he become if it all comes together? Well, Michael Waka, you know, came up so strongly and, and looked so good, and then he ran into the shoulder problems. And the thing that seems to have bothered him this year, for some reason, his walks are up quite a bit. You know, his strikeouts are good. Hits a lot haven't been terrible. Um, but he's, he's walked more batters than he needs to, and he needs to get his control under control. Because right now, even though he's 2-1, and one, his ERA is 5.5, and, and, you know, that's just not good enough. And so, you know, it's going to be important for Waka to have a, a good outing uh, he's going to be pitching in Game 2 of this series. Mm. Well, uh, that series you're referring to is against the Cubbies. They are 500 right now. Um, their starting pitching has not been what a lot of people thought. Hugh Darvish, uh, maybe at the at the head of that class. Chatwood, who's scheduled to pitch tonight, has been hit and miss. Uh, Lester's been good. Um, your, your thoughts on the Cubs as they uh, you know spent uh, their first, uh, what, 16 games of the season. What do you see when you look at them? Well, first of all, Anthony Rizzo... You know, even when he was before he went on the DL, wasn't right, and so they're missing one of their two big guns. Chris Bryant's still the guy that carries the offense. I think Javier Baez's success this year has been a has been a huge surprise for them offensively. But just like the Cardinals, they got a bunch of guys you know that aren't hitting well. Addison Russell's not doing much. Ian Happ's been terrible. Hayward has been worse than Hayward's been even before now. And on the pitching side, really, the only starter that's been what they expected is Kyle Hendricks. And he, even though he has a 3.71 ERA, he hasn't been able to get a win yet. Like you said, Darvish has struggled. Lester hasn't been as good as he can be. Quintana's hit some terrible luck as well. So the, Car- the, the Cubs, they need to get their starting pitching under control and get Rizzo healthy, and then they'll be just fine. Of the uh, National League Central, over in the East and the West, it seemed pretty easy coming into the year. It'll be the Nats, it'll be the Dodgers. We got our division winners. Both teams off to a slow start. Is there one of those two that concerns you more than the other? The Nats and, uh, and who's the other? I'm sorry? The Dodgers. Dodgers. No, I, you know, it, it, they're off to tough starts. There's not, and Washington got a blow with, uh, with their lead man, Adam Eaton, going on the DL. Uh, I think they have the talent. They're going to be there. The Mets are off to a nice start, which you know definitely uh, has caused that division to look more interesting. But whether the Mets are going to continue to play 12 and two ball the rest of the way is another question. Mm-hmm. I think the Western Division, the Dodgers are going to have a much bigger fight because, as as Cardinals fans saw in that series where Arizona took two out of three in St. Louis, even without Jake Lamb, one of their best hitters, so Arizona is a force to be reckoned with in the West. So, if, of those two concerned teams, I'm more worried about the Dodgers because of their competition. Cubs cards uh, begin a series here tonight at uh, Wrigley Field. Brian Walton helping us out with it. Brian, great to talk to you. We'll talk to you down the road. Thank you, Brian Walton. TheCardinalNation.com for you Cardinal fans and the listening audience. Thanks, Brian. Take care. Good to talk to you. Brian Walton, TheCardinalNation.com. All right, TC, in our final couple of minutes here, we'll get the list. He's right about the Cubs. I mean, they, they really miss Rizzo. Mm-hmm. The bats, too. Cold as the weather. 
in a lot of respects. Contreras not doing anything really, hitting for average a little bit. He, Brian's right about Hayward. Addison Russell, no home runs, got like two RBI, I believe, something ridiculous like that. Zobris has been better than you yep. know advertised. Um, Tommy Lestella, when he gets his opportunity, <laughs> seems to come off the bench and get key hits. But uh, is it as simple as Anthony Rizzo get him back and then they'll be fine? Yeah, I think so. I, I'm not overly concerned about things. It, it's just... That comeback Saturday was so oh ridiculous. My. We talked they about that. that one. They they did, and it had it on kind of in the background. I was doing some work around the house, and it just kept coming, kept yeah. coming. You know, those are the little things that sometimes can ignite you. But you know, across baseball, it's hard because so many teams are so disjointed. Mm-hmm. It's hard to be overly concerned about anybody. I asked him about the Dodgers and the Nationals and, and the Cubs here in the Central. And, Which of those two teams concerns you more? <sighs> I think the Dodgers. I think the Dodgers, just because you look, Arizona and Colorado were both playoff teams last year. Mm-hmm. They appear to be at least solid this year. That hangover from a year ago, World Series getting there, arms a little bit tired. You got Kershaw, but it just, it's been so disjointed. I still, I think the Nationals are going to be fine. I still think they're going to win 90 plus games. Dodgers might be a little bit more difficult than that. Think the Cubs are going to win 100, or should I rip that ticket Yeah, that, that ticket's not looking very good. <laughs> All right, NBA tonight, TC. Miami and the Sixers. That yeah. game's at uh, 7 o'clock our time, followed by Spurs and Golden State. Spurs tried to bounce back. Uh, do you have an opinion on either? Uh, I'm, I'm still sticking with the Heat. I told you I picked them uh, series price at 4-1. to one. They have to get this one tonight, though. They're not winning 4 out of 5, and, and I... My eyes were so wide open after seeing the Sixers in Game 1. Mm-hmm. They're a lot of Pretty fun. Pretty good, aren't they? Jeez, they are fun, fun to watch. watch. I agree with you. Really entertaining team. So, yeah, that, that'll be grabbing me this evening. A little bit of that. The uh, Cubs cards, hopefully, this evening. And NHL, what do we got tonight? Uh, we we Boston, go to Toronto, Nashville, in Toronto. In Toronto, they're down two zip. Be every, a good environment, right? Has to be. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Air Canada Center is pretty special. Mm-hmm. But every one of these four games that we play tonight... Um, they're all two zip at this point. Okay, so the home team has held serve. My um, Devils bet not looking very good either. Yeah, you know what? This is a young team. Yeah, you have Columbus though, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah that yes. one. That one you feel pretty good about. I do. I do. I mean, stealing two games mm-hmm. on the road, both of them in overtime, coming back in both of them. I'll D- tell you the down two goals in both. Yeah, I know it's crazy, right? It is. But to get on the power play, I, I can't believe Vegas. I really and truly can. Three up now. Three Quick has been ridiculously good, too. He has. I mean, and what would these score games be had he, yeah. had he not been doing what he's doing? Watch that last night. He is so good. Mm-hmm. So is Marc-Andre Fleury. Yeah. Pretty nice guy to get in an expansion draft, huh? Jeez. That's something. <laughs> so right. is, is this going to lead to a re-evaluating of either, if we see expansion... Which is coming. Seattle's coming in 2019... 20, I think. So take that individually, the NHL. Yeah. Maybe we did a little too much. To help them out, you mean? Right. See, their, their thought, the thought behind that is if we're going to get them to write a check, and I don't remember what it was, but it was crazy money, mm-hmm. then we're not going to let them ice a team that's going to struggle for four or five years. Like when the Jets came into the NHL, yes. they took everybody in 1979. The next year, they won nine hockey games, Trent. Nine. Nine. It was a, I want to say it was an 80-game schedule. It was only, only 80. But they won nine games. Now, they got the first pick the next year, and he's a yeah. Hall of Famer, Dale Howard. But still, I think that they're... I think that this is probably the way to go. Okay, then a step further. When we see expansion happen next in the NFL, or MLB, or NBA. Do they, t- t- do they, do they take this model 
because it's worked so well. Mm-hmm. Vegas has been a, a great story, right. and you get people to buy in right away. I mean, well, people are excited for your team regardless. Absolutely. But, but it's a non-hockey market, so did they go out sure. of their way maybe to make it a little bit easy? Because I don't know if they still would have got the support if the team was you know, winning nine games yeah. in a non-Canadian market mm-hmm. in, in the desert, for crying out loud. Uh, fair question. I, I think that probably it's the way to do it when you I consider agree. how much the checks are being written for. Right. You look at Montreal getting a baseball team. That, that's been long talked about. And Let's say it's them in Portland or them in Raleigh Durham was always a, another one. I like this model. I do too. I, it's make them competitive, right, right away. And yeah, you have to get some breaks and you have to sure. draft the right way and all these kind of things. But it's better than some expansion baseball team that's fifty-eight and one hundred four. Yeah, Trent. Every single expert, I mean, guys who follow the NHL at the beginning of the season, mm-hmm. they they were picked thirty-first in a thirty-one team league because everybody realize what the history of expansion was, and mm-hmm. you're going to stink. Right. Not the case. What do you and Jimmy B have coming up today? Uh, we're going to talk some uh, more Minnesota sports with the continued snow outs up in Minnesota. Boy, they got clobbered. Uh, Nick Nelson's going to join us. We'll talk Twins. We'll talk some Wolves. We'll talk a uh, little of everything north mm-hmm. of the border with him coming up. Wolfgang will stop by in the 5 o'clock hour, and maybe even a little hockey working on maybe Travis Hughes coming up this Whoa. hour uh, later today. Uh, maybe well, if you can't get him, save him for us. Uh, we'll, we'll or double dip him. We'll, we'll be double dipping, Travis, a lot here during hockey season. Yes. Very good and uh, a Philly guy. Yes, he is. His team got took one on the chin uh, yeah. yesterday as well. Um, the yo-yo theory is alive and well in that series. Yeah, it certainly is. No doubt about that. We are out of time. Be back tomorrow with noon. Zubin Mahente is going to join us. Always look forward to Tuesdays with Zubin. He'll be here at about 1225. We hope that you can be as well. Uh, Trent and I, from noon to 2 every Monday through Friday, we appreciate you listening uh, right here to 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Boom! Hey guys, Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Special engagement pricing going on now through April 30th. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. If you're a small business owner, you know how important it is to keep good records. We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Bookkeeping, payroll, sales tax reporting, as well as income taxes, everything you need to be successful in running your business. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. You do what you do best and let us do the rest. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440-1133. Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory-trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. 
At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. On behalf of the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention Iowa chapter, thank you for your support in 2017. The Central Iowa Out of Darkness Walk at Ankeny's DMAC campus raised over $75,000. These funds allow our local volunteers to create and maintain support groups for those who have lost someone to suicide, implement education programs in colleges and high schools to prevent suicide, and advocate for new legislation to strengthen mental health care in Iowa. Please check AFSP.org slash Iowa for more information on our 2018 fundraising events, including campus walks and out-of-darkness walks across Iowa. The American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, Iowa Chapter, online, afsp.org slash Iowa. The 4 for 4 from Wendy's has a lot of fans because it's a deal that gives you a sandwich plus four nuggets, a small fry, and drink, all for just $4. But now the 4 for 4 has more variety than ever with eight sandwich choices. I'm loyal to the double stack. I'm Junior Baking Cheeseburger through and through. I pledge my to the crispy chicken sandwich. I'm loyal to my hunger. Whether you're loyal to one sandwich or all eight, the Wendy's 4 for 4 has a sandwich for you. So try them all and pick your favorite. Now that's deliciously different. At participating Wendy's for a limited time. Offer not valid in Alaska and Hawaii. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9th, Des Moines. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch 